0: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
1: Hey, this is Stephen A. Smith from No Mercy. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19
0: variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster
1: shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech.
2: Football. Pumpkin spice. The holidays. Fall is the perfect time to make your house feel more like home. And right now, you can get up to 45% off custom window treatments at Blinds.com. Save now and enjoy for the rest of the year. A fall home refresh doesn't need to be a hassle, and ordering online shouldn't mean sacrificing style or service. Blinds.com has a premium selection of blinds, shades, shutters, drapes, and more. We even have motorized shades to make your life that much easier. Need help making a selection? Our design experts are always here for live consultations. Need help measuring or installing? that covered too. With Blinds.com, there are never any hidden fees or misleading quotes, no showrooms or retail markups, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45% site-wide, up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.
1: You're listening to the Upperhand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. What's up? What's up, everybody? Happy Thanksgiving! Can you Thanksgiving, believe we're already saying it? <laughs> oh, no, I, I can't believe it. And it is my favorite holiday. Oh, really? Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. Yeah, I think so. I like Thanksgiving. I like Christmas because I like to give gifts. But at the end of the day, uh, you know, my kids are unappreciative anyway. Like they don't care. They're just like, I, I give me more. Give me more. Whatever you're giving me. I need more. I Just it. a little context. How old are your well, kids? <laughs> 6 and 4. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 6 and 4. Uh it'll, it'll be funny if they're like, you know, 18 and 20. Yeah. <laughs> Give me more. Yeah. I want more. What's up, guys, hope I uh, see everyone in the chat here. Thanks for joining. Um yeah, we we got a lot to talk about today. We're going to go over all the th- all three Thanksgiving games tomorrow. Um, I know there's a lot of lineups that need to be kind of set. Uh, you know, before going into t- tomorrow's games. We got our early game, we got a midday game, and we have a night game tomorrow. So keep that in mind, all right? Uh, we got, uh, what do we have going on? So like, let's see. So we have Bills at Lions, that's the first game, then Giants at Cowboys, and then we got Patriots at Vikings. So a couple, couple decent games. I, the Patriots at Vikings one, that's an interesting one. We'll see if the Patriots defense can give, us, give them some issues. Giants-Cowboys fighting for first place in the NFC East. Uh, and they're fighting right. for Odell Beckham. Yeah, second place. Second. I'm hey, sorry. Yeah, they're fighting for second in the AFC in the NFC. It's it's. I keep forgetting that both the both of them have good records, but there's another team there. Right. Um, right yeah. And then um, the Bills at Lions. Uh, you know, in Detroit. So maybe just maybe, it can be uh somewhat of a competitive game. Mm. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, I, I wanted to before we get into it. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. All right. Uh we have there's a lot of uh pickems that you could choose from obviously cuz there's three games tomorrow. Okay? So it's extra exciting. And you know, we're all going to be watching the games. It's going to be even more fun if you put some entries in on underdog. And before I get into the special promotions that are that are going on tomorrow cuz there are a couple one that we got to talk about real quick what underdog is, especially specifically the pickems and they also have tournaments by the way too. You could draft players for tomorrow throughout th- tomorrow's game and you'll be competing against other people that you draft against and whoever had the high whoever has the highest points at the end of the day they win money okay so it's pretty it's a pretty cool way to play uh now let me explain underdog pickums so if you're not aware of what that is you have an entry with three to five picks basically you choose higher or lower on a bunch of different stat lines whether it's Dak Prescott over what is it, 263, I think it's 263 240 246 yards higher or lower, you know, and you know, they have all basically all the players in tomorrow's games. You can you can choose higher or lower on their respective stat lines. You throw them into an entry, and if you choose th- if you get three right, uh, you six times your money. If you choose four right, you 10x your money. Whatever you put in five bucks will get you 40 bucks if you get four right, and if you get five right, uh, if you choose five in your entry, you're gonna 20x your money, okay. Uh so it's a pretty cool way to play $100 will turn to 2000. Okay. Uh so uh that that's a basic that's that's the basic uh you know rules and all that kind of stuff. It's really fun to play. Um now if you use the code upperhand fantasy, you're going to double your first deposit up to $100, but let me tell you about the pro- promotions going on tomorrow as well. Uh and by the way, you can put in those pick pickums today. Like you can sign up today, use code upperhand, and you can put in those pickums today. Uh and as you you can put in as many entries as you want. But one entry that you want to make sure to put in is one that includes Dak Prescott, and you only ha- it only it's only going to cost you a dollar. But you include Dak Prescott in the entry, higher or lower. You, you said it was what Zach? I think it's two forty six this week. Two hundred forty six passing yards. I think I le- I'm leaning the over, despite by mm-hmm. a hair, I think.
3: I-, I think it's the over. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you think it's the over too, because you're the cow. You're you're, you're a Cowboys <laughs> fans, so of course you can think it's the over. Yeah, if of Three hundred twenty passing yards. You think it's the over too? Um, but. Uh, you got to include him in your entry you choose five other you know i'm sorry four other stat lines that you like for a total of five uh you put in one dollar and if you get all five of them right you're gonna win a hundred dollars okay that's a special that they have going on so it's only gonna cost you a dollar and you have a chance to win a hundred you're not competing against anybody you're just competing you know with yourself and with these as long as these players do their thing higher or lower you're gonna win some money okay uh ricky in the in the chat is asking is it better than prize picks yes it is um <laughs> and okay so then the, the other thing is if you never played pickems before you're going to see a Justin Jefferson line for over or under or higher or lower than 0.5 receiving yards not touchdowns but receiving yards so basically it's a free play okay yeah. so you're going to be able to put if you're new to pickems you're going to be able to put Justin Jefferson uh in your entry you, you're basically going to get a free pick uh as long as he has more than his 1 yard or more that's all he needs okay yeah. uh so make sure to take advantage of that if you're not signed up for underdog already make sure to download the app I'll have we'll have the link in the description of the podcast uh and on YouTube and you can click that link use code upper hand and you will uh you will, will they will double your deposit up to $100 okay uh but let's get into the games man and by the way I did post some pics over on Instagram so if you're wondering like what picks I like I can just tell you right now <laughs> I like Saquon over 76 and a half rushing yards. We talked about this before, you know, Dallas, Dallas defense, not the best uh, rushing defense, right? They're much better against the pass. Um, yeah. But for me, what it is, is like when it comes to Saquon, like his lines have been around hundred yards, you know, 90 plus yards, hundred yards. So when mm-hmm. the, when the, li- because of last week, his line is very depressed up 76 and a half. Right. So like when that happens, I- I'm going to take the over on that, yeah. like, especially when it comes to Saquon, somebody who could will likely get some volume and This is a division game. This might be a close one. Um, yeah. I also like him to score as yeah. well. So, you know, a, a .5 scrimmage touchdowns, whether he catches one or rushes one in, he hasn't scored, you know. And I think it's been a couple of games since he's scored. So, like, I yeah, feel like he's, he's he's due. Yeah, we could check that.
3: But, you know, I, I bet definitely, you know, for Saquon to have a big day after a bad day. You know, I don't expect him to have a bad day two weeks in a row. Not like last week, where what do you have? Like 15 carries for 20 yards. It was just like really bad.
1: But yeah, I, 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 he didn't score last week, but he did score the, the the week before that. He did. Right.
3: Okay. So yeah, he did score the week before that and the week before that. So all right, he didn't score last week, but we're seeing that he scores more often than not this season. I, I'd take him to score at least in in a big. What game. I liked
1: about this one was that you know they're allowing you to do either or re- rushing or receiving. Yeah. Usually it, they just they just show the rushing touchdown they're showing rushing and receiving. So that's what I like about that. Whether whichever way he scores, uh, you know, that that will count. Uh, I feel like that. Darius Slayton, I also yeah. like him, 47 and a half receiving yards. I don't think Darius Slay, uh, I'm sorry. I I I don't think he's going to be shadowed at all like like Diggs is not going to shadow him. He's going to no. move around, uh, you know, a little bit. So, 47 and a half, he's their wide receiver one. Um, you know, Wandale's going to be out obviously. So, I I feel like he can go over that pretty pretty easily.
3: Yeah, definitely. Um We've seen Darius Slayton do his thing, but going back to Saquon, I think he is going to score because you know who the Giants have anymore as receiving options, or even you know offensive weapons outside Daniel Jones and his his likes. I think that definitely two guys. You know Darius Slayton, he's just kind of the number one by default, and he's all right. You know he's been doing he's been playing pretty well, and Saquon Barkley, he's going to be getting plenty of touches. So I definitely take the overs on them uh, in this game.
1: Yeah, and and we're going to get into quarterback rankings and running back rankings today too. addition to the games yet. By the way, this is not us previewing the games. We're just talking about our picks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh Robinson, right? Uh I, I think he goes higher than three and a half receptions. You know, he is very involved in the passing game. Matt Jones loves to pass it down to him. Um you know if you look at what Ramondre did over the past few games. Six targets, seven targets, seven targets, eight targets, five targets. I feel like three and a half That's a little bit of a gimme. So yeah. I, I, I will I will take that every time. All right. Jacoby Myers Higher than four receptions. This is a great matchup out of the slot against the Vikings for Jacoby. He's their number one guy. I'm going with him over four receptions pretty easily. Um, And TJ Hawkinson, you know, he's been getting target share over the last two games. He's their second target now over Thielen. So I I think he's going to easily hit that four reception mark. I have him as over higher than four receptions. Um, And Jamal Williams, this is the one I wanted to ask you about. Um, The Lions, they they, they might be down two of their interior linemen. Potentially. Now, guards don't have a huge impact, but you know, yeah. it, it could have some sort of impact. Um, higher than 14 and a half rushing attempts against the Bills. Now, if this game gets out of hand, then maybe he sees less than that. But I have a feeling that, you know, this is they're gonna try to run the ball against this team. Um, yep. the Lions defense has been playing a little bit better. I feel like he can get over 14 and a half in this game.
3: I think he can. Anything the Lions are going to do on the ground it's going to run through Jamal Williams first and foremost. Especially if they get down on the goal line, they could run him into the pile three times in a row if they need to at the goal line. You know, so <laughs> that's all you need to count on it just carries. This is one where it's not relying on production, it's just, you know, is he going going to get the ball handed to him? So that I do like that. Um even though it, I'm thinking the way the Bills played last week, you know, it's going to be a negative game script for the Lions, you know, the most of the game. Cool. I think that Jamal Williams, you know, they're going to be, they're going to have to balance it just a little bit. You know, they, they can't just go full on pass, especially if they go down early, they have a whole first half, regardless of what the score is to run the ball. And Jamal Williams is going to get most of the carries. Yeah. So I like that I one. Think I so. think higher makes sense.
1: Nice. Love it. Love it. All right. Sign up, use code upper hand, make your first deposit today to make, to double that deposit up and take advantage of all the Turkey day specials that they have going on.
0: This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
1: Okay, let's get into it, man. Bills at Lions. Um, you're obviously starting Stefan Diggs, no question about it. Uh, Josh Allen, we'll talk about him, but I have him ranked as my QB3 for the week. Yep. So you're obviously starting him. Um, Devin Singletary, you know, this is a, a game where the, the Lions' run defense has played better as of late after their bye. Um, you know, they kind of turned the page a little bit. They've been playing good football overall, and I'm not mistaken. They they have a three-game win streak now. Yeah. Um, So, you know, I, I do think that Devin Singletary is a solid start. James Cook was a little bit more involved last week, but, you know, I think Devin Singletary still had like 18 carries or so. So, like, he's a solid start. I have him as a back-end RB2, if that. By the way, guys, there's no bye weeks this week. Okay, every team is playing all sixty, all thirty-two games. We're gonna have sixteen games this week, which is awesome. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously, you know, three of those games are going to be on Thanksgiving. One of those games is going to be on Monday, but we're still going to have a fantastic Sunday. So I'm looking forward to that. But Devin Singletary, I actually have him right outside my top twenty-four. Uh, and we'll get into the top thirty running backs here in a second. But um, he's a solid start. You know, but I, he's not someone that I have to have in my lineup this week.
3: Yeah, I'm not you know too crazy about Devin Singletary, and I've I'm just not a big Devin Singletary fan in general. And it's crazy but,
1: because this is against the Lions, right? You would yeah. think that, like, oh, yeah, it would be all over him.
3: Yeah, but with James Cook, I, I kind of like what I saw from James Cook. I wouldn't be surprised if he continues to get, you know, a decent workload, at least compared to what he was getting earlier in the season. I'm not saying he's going to vulture enough snaps to make Devin Singletary, you know, obsolete, but I think low-end RB2 is where I'd have him. If he scores a touchdown, he might have mid-RB2 upside, but He's not in the RB1 range as far as upside, just because James Cook is there and just the way this offense operates with Josh Allen, you know, doing his thing and Stefan Diggs, Gabe Davis in the passing game. This could get out of hand quickly. They might not have to use the running backs a whole lot. Um, but, you know, if Devin Singletary scores a touchdown, I, I think that he's going to be, you know, right in that RB2 conversation. Low end RB2 for me, even if he does score a touchdown.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, and you kind of need a touchdown from him if he's going to score because if James Cook is going to be a little bit involved, then. His his ceiling and floor lowers a little bit. Um, Who else? Uh, Gabe Davis, solid matchup this week. Nothing too amazing. Um, He might see a little bit more uh, of Okuda than Diggs. Um, You know, if if Okuda decides not to travel. Um, But yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the receiving core. Dawson Knox, like, you know, he's like a you know mid tight end two. Like, he's not somebody that I'm looking to start. He had two good games, but. I'm only starting him if I'm really desperate at the position and there's not much else available on the waiver wire. Yeah. Dawson um, Knox,
3: he's, he's just kind of, you know, a plug and play where if you're stuck and you need someone to play, you know, you, you can throw him in. If you if you got Kyle Pitts and you throw somebody in just for upside in this matchup, it could be good. You know, Dawson Knox, I thought maybe he'd be doing better in this offense, but uh, they haven't featured him the way that he could be. And um, yeah, so, so I, I think that he falls... In that, you know, just if you want to just take a shot in the dark and see what the upside yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, it's a awesome good
1: matchup. Nice. It's a good matchup. Um, So, like, yeah, it's a good – it's a decent shot in the dark, especially given the fact that he's been coming on a little bit over the last couple of games. Yeah. But, you know, I'm not – I'm not excited. <laughs> to play no. him by any means. <laughs> um, I think that's it for the Bills offense. On the Lions, obviously, you're starting Amara St. Brown. He's a, you know, top six, seven fantasy wide receiver this week. Um, Jamal Williams – you know, DeAndre Swift. Like, I don't want to start DeAndre Swift. Like, he you he you have to he has to score a touchdown if, if he's going to do anything. You know, you can hope that he does something because it's Thanksgiving. But like, you know, a nationally not nationally televised game. But I, I'm really like not excited to start him at all. I'm looking for options to bench him. So yeah. Jamal Williams, though, you know, I would play him as a solid RB two this week. I have met RB seventeen for the week. Fine playing him even against the Bills. The bills have been up and down against the run this week. I mean, this year, you know, I'm not. It, it's not never about the volume with Jamal Williams. It's like who cares? He's going to no. give you like 17 carries for 62 yards and like four touchdowns. Like that could easily happen. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to happen this week, but <laughs> nah. he can score a touchdown or two. And you know, that's kind of why you're starting him. So um that's really what it comes down to with Jamal. You know, yeah. I'm not. I'm not expecting him to have a hundred yard game or anything like that. But it's really about the touchdowns. So. It's really hard to bench him, right? He's like the Amari Cooper, you know, of running backs this year where it's like you can't take him out of your lineup uh, yeah. because he ends up having these big, big games.
3: Yeah. With this Lions backfield, you know, it could be J- Jamal Williams if they can keep it competitive. If it gets out of hand, you know, I don't want to be, you know, too excited about DeAndre Swift. Nobody's excited about DeAndre Swift, but I don't want to blow – um too blow too out of proportion with what he could be, but if this goes into a negative game script, could we see more DeAndre Swift? I don't know. It's just it's, no, it's we're hard see to Justin pro- Jackson. Yeah, it's That's hard to problem. project that because Justin Jackson has been playing over him. I want to say DeAndre Swift is going to get that work, but for some reason, I, it seems like DeAndre Swift is healthy and he's just not getting the carries, which makes no sense. We've discussed this a lot, but maybe he does something. If you remember last year on Thanksgiving, all DeAndre Swift did for you was pick up two points and then get injured. Um, hopefully that doesn't happen again this season, but um, I, I I could see starting DeAndre Swift if you're really desperate, and that's where I am in the one league right now. So I guess <laughs> I can relate to those DeAndre Swift owners out there. You don't want to start him, but if you have nothing else, you know he has. A, I think he has a chance to, to at least be a low end RB two if things fall the right way. If this is a negative game script, I think that he has that in him. It just comes down to the usage, and I think if they're not going to give him the ball in a competitive game, if it's a non-competitive game, maybe they'll get him more touches. You know, that's all you can really hope for his, his floor is still like, you know, two points, which is not good enough to start at all.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to not start him. I'm not going to start him. <laughs> right. Deion just said, you know, he did get some of the two minute snaps last week, which is nice. Um, which is weird. It was weird that Jamal Williams got some of that instead of Justin Jackson. Um, But that's what it was looking like. So these roles are interchangeable here. You know, Justin Jackson, like, you know, if if you're Dan Campbell, it's like, you know, if, by the way, I don't think DeAndre Swift is healthy. That's why he's not playing. I don't think he's going to be healthy. No, not at all. How could he? Because if he he was healthy, he would be playing. Yeah. So that's the thing. It's like, I'm not a
3: doctor, but I feel like at this point, he has to be at least closer to 100% than he was a couple of weeks ago when they got the same workload.
1: Yeah, I would agree. But like, it looks like he's not there. And even DeAndre, DeAndre Swift is not going to be there, right? So it's possible that because of that, they're just limiting him, right? And the, f- and the fact is, they won three in a row, so they didn't yeah. have to play him. And right. on top of that, Justin Jackson, nine carries for 66 yards last week, one catch for 11, so you got 10, 10 touches, 77 yards for Justin Jackson last week. <laughs> so it's yeah. like, so he's well, efficient. <laughs> why, why put DeAndre Swift at risk? Why do Right? It? right? He's our franchise running back. Well, we think. I don't,
3: I don't know. They're not using him like one. I feel like if he was a franchise running back, they'd use him. I think it's like.
1: because he's not healthy. I really do. I, I don't think that this is a situation where they just don't think he's good. That would be, it's either they don't think he's good or he's he- he's not healthy. And I think he's not healthy because they, they've they all come out and said that he's not healthy. So that's, yeah. that's, that's where I'm leaning here. Um, So what else? So besides besides that in the Lions, like I, I don't want to start Jared Goff at all you'll see where I have him or maybe not because he might be outside my top 20 um and um yeah that's pretty much it oh uh yeah not, never mind I think that's it. I was gonna say Hawkinson um yeah, Hawkinson no you wanted to talk you know put Brock right in your lineup <laughs> <laughs> no I don't uh Giants or Cowboys um obviously start Saquon you know you're starting you know I think Darius Slayton is like a back-end wide receiver three this week maybe more maybe actually I would say he's a flex play. I would say Darius Slayton's upside flex play. That's what yeah. I don't even think I, would, I could put him in my top 36. Um, you could play him. The matchup is okay. You know, it's nothing – you know, I, it's not a matchup that you need to necessarily stay away from because he's going to move around a little bit outside of where Diggs defends on that left side of the offense. Like, it's not um, – it's not a shutdown, so I wouldn't worry no. about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, What else do we have here?
3: I think with this game, it's going to be a run-heavy game for the Giants. That's going to have to be the game script. Because the Cowboys players last week came out and said it themselves that they're best against the pass. And they have Saquon Barkley in the backfield. And that's why I kind of think, you know, we're that's talking That's
1: going to about be the game plan going into the game. We'll see yeah. what happens in the second half, though.
3: <laughs> that, that's the thing. So if, if Dallas can get ahead, which the offense has looked really good, I think they're averaging like 35 points a game since Dak came back. Oh. Um, you know, they, they've looked good. The thing the Giants have to do is run the ball and keep Dallas from scoring and getting up early because that's been the formula for the Cowboys so far this season. And then that turns into not so good fantasy days for running backs. But if you're going to execute that game plan with anybody, it's going to be Saquon Barkley. And he should get those carries, and he should be effective because Dallas has been actually pretty bad against the run, even though the defense as a whole is good. Um, they're much better against the pass. so I think Saquon Barkley could have a big day. If they're going to keep it close, it's going to go through Saquon Barkley. So Darius Slayton, I think he has a little upside, but just the passing volume this whole season has been very low. Last week it went up. It was a spike, but it was because they're way down. I don't think that's going to happen again, um, not two weeks in a row at least, because this Giants defense is actually you know, a little bit better than we give them credit for maybe. So I think Darius Slayton, he could be a factor as long as it's close. If it gets out of hand, um, he's not going to be much of a factor. Saquon Barkley, though, should be locked in 100%. I can see him having a big game. And Daniel Jones, at quarterback, I'm not sure how much they're going to get him on the move. You know, You hope they do if you're the Giants. Um, and if you have him in fantasy, I think last last time he played against the Cowboys, he ran for ninety yards. So he could have a nice floor for you going in this week because he's yeah. played the he's played the Cowboys a lot and he's always been good with his legs against Dallas.
1: Yeah, I have him as my QB twelve this week. Um, you know, I've had him ranked higher over the past couple of weeks, but I think he's solid. A, a, a solid start this week. You know, the guys I have behind him are uh kirk cousins tom brady mariota Brissett, like guys like that right yeah. so uh, i i think you know even though the matchup isn't amazing i think like you said because of the legs you could potentially um you know put him in the lineup and be fine solid streamer this week yep um what else what else do we have in this game um on the Cowboys side Ceedee lamb you're obviously starting him pollard like you got to keep starting him like you mm-hmm. have to um at this yeah. point um, the, the, the fact that Zeke came back last week, got some touches, got a couple of goal line carries, but then Pollard was still able to do his thing in the past game as well. Uh, going over hundred receiving yards on what was it? Six catches. He's going to be continuing to do his thing, man. And it's, he's very hard to bench. I have him as my RB 10 for the week. Uh, so I have yeah. him as an RB one. Um, and I think he's going to, he's going to come through, uh, because he's been yeah. coming through and against the giants giants have been a solid defense, but they are pretty leaky in the run game. Um, yeah. So it's possible that Tony Pollard can be efficient in this game. So yeah. I'm I'm perfectly fine keeping Pollard in your lineup. Hopefully you started him last week. I will continue to do so.
3: Yeah, I think both of the Cowboys running backs are startable. You know, if you have Zeke, I don't think there's any reason to worry too much about him. He doesn't have upside, obviously, but you're not, at this point, you're not playing him for the upside. He's going to have, you know, just a solid game for you each week. The Cowboys deliver him right to the goal line, you know. That's the way it's worked these past few weeks. He's been really solid. So you can start Elliott. You know, Pollard is obviously a, a strong start, I think, um, at this point. Dallas is leaning more towards giving him like an at least an even amount of carries compared to Ezekiel Elliott, um, where earlier this season that wasn't the case. Um, both running backs are startable. You can have them both in the lineup. Tony Pollard has the RB1 upside. Ezekiel Elliott's going to be an RB2 at best. You know, otherwise, I think he, he might finish as a low-end RB2, mid-RB2, um, if he scores those touchdowns. And Dak, you know, throwing a CD lamp. If Dallas doesn't have to rely on the receivers, which they haven't been, you know, this season, at least since Dak has come back, they've relied on the ground game um, and throwing to the running backs. You know, maybe CeeDee Lamb has another quiet game. I'm not sure. Uh, We'll see how it goes. But Dak has just been efficient at this point, and that's all he's been asked to do. Uh, It could be a quieter game than some people think. Dallas also historically has been not so good on Thanksgiving these past few years. I think they're two and six um, in their last eight. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But I think Tony Pollard's the best bet to produce on this Cowboys offense, you know, going I, into I the and moving forward.
1: I have Zeke as my RB 31 on the week. So he, he's like a mid RB three right yeah. now. And I think that's what he's going to be going forward. Um, and you got to keep in mind that all these running backs are back now. So like you know, on a normal week where there would be four teams on bye, you might see him at right. like RB twenty or twenty one. But now that all these running backs are back, like I'm, I'm playing a lot of these running backs over Zeke Elliott. Like I'm playing, I'm playing. Hey, hear the you ready to hear the running backs I'm playing over him? Latavius yeah, but, Murray, Latavius Murray, Deontay yeah. Foreman, Michael Carter, Devin Singletary, Rashad White, Gus Edwards, Leonard Fournette, Cordell Patterson. Guys, I'm playing him over. Isaiah Pacheco, Najee Harris, James Robinson, DeAndre Swift. Is that all? Is that Make sense to you?
3: Yeah, I think that makes sense. I know what yeah. you are saying. I think that's fair. Would, would you start? Would you start yeah. Elijah Mitchell over him or no?
1: No, I wouldn't because I think no. at the end of the day, like CMC is going to get those goal line carries, and Elijah Mitchell might get some volume, but it might be empty calories, and he might end right. up getting you know at least Zeke has that upside of potentially getting it a touch getting a touchdown or two at the goal line.
3: Yeah, no, that's true.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think Zeke, you know, it is more chances that Zeke catches like a pass or two yeah, than Elijah Mitchell, who's not even running any routes right now.
3: Yep. That makes sense.
1: Um, but yeah, and we'll get into the running back rankings in a minute and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of talk to you guys about, you know, where we have them and why, um, you're going to start Dalton Schultz as the top, top five, six tight end this week, uh, pretty easily. If you have him, you're probably going to start him. Um, that's pretty much it. And Dak, you know, he's been killing it, man. He's been he's been doing his thing since he's been back. Um, I have Dak as the top seven quarterback this week. Right. I he's have been, him is top seven. I have him at QB seven.
3: Yeah. This he's week. just been. A I think super, he's going to
1: continue to be solid.
3: He's just been a super safe start. You know, like there's no reason to 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 worry about him starting this week or moving forward as long as he's healthy. You know, this Cowboys offense is pretty stacked, and the offensive line's doing him plenty of favors. It looks much better than it did Week One. So I, I like Dak moving He's a QB one every week. Um, I don't think the upsides there necessarily because he is a distributor. He's not going to be, and the Cowboys are you know more run first at this point. But he's been super efficient since he came back, so he's a QB one. One
1: hundred percent. Daniel, p- appreciate you, man. Um, any word on the Rams quarterback this week in twelve-team two quarterback leagues? Yeah, I mean we haven't heard yet, right? Matthew Stafford's in the concussion protocol right now. We don't know if Wolford is going to start. <laughs> the hope is that Wolford doesn't start because if you're in a two quarterback league, you would rather start who Who is their back? Who is their third string again? Bryce Perkins. Um, yeah, Bryce Perkins. So like, you know, Bryce Perkins is the quarterback. You can actually like, I felt way better starting him than than Wolford because oh, yeah. at least Perkins has the legs and he can run the ball, right? right? So like, that's that's the hope. Uh, I would just pick up like at the end of the day, I don't think Stafford's going to play this week. i, right? I do not going to either. I would just, I would just pick up Perkins. Mm-hmm. End of the just, day, and then just, just just have him have him on deck.
3: There's no reason for the Rams to shove Matthew Stafford back in the lineup. This is a lost season. You know, <laughs> you want to hold out hope if you're a Rams fan, but there's it's a lost season. There's so many injuries. Even if Stafford does come back, I wouldn't. I'd be tempering expectations for his fantasy production. You know, he was having an all right game against the Saints, but without Cooper Cup, you know, I don't think that's going to go week to week. Um you know that's gonna be not gonna be something that can be consistent. He actually looked good in his action, but at yeah. this point, I know we're not we're not gonna talk about shutting him down yet this season. But you know, another loss. There's and the what situation that he's in right now. There's no reason to put him back on the field and risk it again.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I 100 agree with that. Um, let's see. Okay, um, I'm, I'm I'm working on off my notes here, guys. I'm sorry. It's a little bit of a different type of podcast today. Uh, we're given Thanksgiving coming up, so. I think that's it, right, for the Cowboys. I think we hit all that. Um, Let's move to the Patriots and Vikings game real quick. So, the Patriots, man, Ramondre Stevenson. I have him as an RB one this week, if I'm not mistaken. I have him as my RB 11 overall this week against Minnesota, and we talked about it before. Where you know the Rams aren't necessarily, you know, um, I'm sorry, the the uh, the Vikings aren't necessarily like a good matchup or anything like that, but. He didn't have a good matchup last week either against the Jets, and he was still able to get it done through the air. He's going to be, you know, he gets peppered in the, in the pass game. He gets a bunch of targets coming out the backfield. So even if Damian Harris is a little bit involved getting some carries, Remanjo going to have a very, very nice floor for you. So continue to yeah. start him. Um, you know, that's what you're looking for. And I and I think that be, given the fact that the Patriots can move the ball through the air against this Minnesota defense, it is very possible that, you know, just like Zeke and Pollard, well, Zeke, Pollard, his second touchdown, did he? Second touchdown was on the ground, right? If I'm not mistaken.
3: Both of his touchdowns. Like, so came he had, the air. yeah.
1: Both of them did? So, okay, gotcha. So, yeah. So both Zeke both of them, had the, the two one touchdowns was a leak. on the ground.
3: Yeah. Zeke had two on the ground. Pollard had two through, the, two through the air. The one was a leak out, just a check down, and he took it for 30 yards. And then the 68 yard bomb down the sideline, which That's was right. apparently a play call at the line. So.
1: Oh, okay. There you go. So. Zeke the same way that Zeke ended up getting those two, two touchdowns last week at the goal line. It's it's a very similar thing that can happen with with Ramadre this week, where they they, they move the ball primarily through the air. Like I, I get it. Like you might think the Patriots don't have a lot of great options, but they have Jacoby. Devontae Parker is like maybe he might be healthy for a game here. <laughs> they have a couple other yeah. guys that they can pass the ball to. So um there could be some opportunities for him in the red zone. So I do like him this week, regardless of this being a tough matchup for running backs. Yeah. Um, he's, Damian been, Harris, he, he's like a, he's like a flex play in very deep leagues, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't overreact to the couple big plays that he had last week.
3: Yeah. reminder Stevenson has been pretty matchup proof. I mean, his numbers, regardless of whether he scores a touchdown yeah. or not, or who he's playing against have been very startable and at least RB two. And he has the RB one upside. There's no reason not to start Stevenson moving forward. Even with, like you said, Damian Harris kind of coming on exploding on a couple runs on red zone. We talked about, um, earlier this week so Ramondre Stevenson I have no trouble starting him as an RB1 he's rest of the season RB1 definitely he has RB1 upside like he could get in he could sneak in the top 5 a few weeks if he catches a few passes and scores touchdowns Yeah, I think he's definitely one of the best running backs for fantasy right now
1: uh, Hunter just asked in the chat hey guys I just got offered Kenneth Walker for CD Lamb full PPR no brainer right? is
3: it no brainer? I don't know it's do a no brainer for me I'm taking Kenneth Walker.
1: Yeah, I'm right. taking if, Kenneth Walker here, just because he's a running back. You know, he's a he's a yeah, RB one positional value. Yeah, here positional value that, that is so sense. much more important here. And you know, the Seahawks are good offense. Kenneth Walker's a good talent. He can get volume in any given game. He, he he started getting involved in the pass game a little bit. We might see a little bit of that more towards the end of the year. Yeah, I, I'm doing this. I love CD Lamb, but I'm taking Kenneth Walker here every time.
3: It might also help that if you know Dallas would sign Odell, that could hurt CD Lamb a little bit. So there you go, there you go. So things seem and, to be and that to wouldn't
1: play. normally happen on any other team, right? But Dak loves to spread it out. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, on the Patriots side, you have that's really about it. Listen, I'll be honest with you. I think Mac Jones is a, a, a streamer this week. I ain't gonna lie. I know yeah, it sounds the gross. the way the Vikings
3: defense is playing. Yeah,
1: I know it sounds gross, but I have Mac Jones. Mac Jones. I have my QB 21 this week. So maybe he's not. a. Maybe I don't think he's as good of a streamer as I say he is. Because uh, it's like, do you really start him over guys like Mariota, Brissett, even Matt Ryan against Pittsburgh at home, Taylor Heineke, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. Would you start him over any of those guys? No, probably. Not. I
3: don't think I would. <laughs> so it's like, funny. Yeah. I guess
1: Apparently. I guess he's a good start in two quarterback leagues. I'm starting yeah. him in my two quarterback leagues this week. And I feel like good about it because I'm never able to start him.
3: Um, yeah. It's funny but. because he's a good—he's you call it good enough streamer. I have your trade proposal here, <laughs> Mac Jones for Justin Herbert. Is you think he's that good a streamer for this week? <laughs> did I send that trade to you? You sent that to me. Yes, I know it's probably what? a joke, but yeah, I have a Mac Jones. Oh, for yes, Justin Herbert yes, trade, yeah. I, I
1: did send that to you. You know why I sent that to you? Because I was testing out the trade deadline.
3: Oh, for real? The, okay, I think I, I sent that say. to you yesterday. I think. Yeah, it was yesterday, two days yeah, ago yeah, so. something like that. But I, I yeah, laughed yeah, yeah. when I saw that. I was like, I know you were talking about <laughs> it. That wasn't about, a real you know, trade. Man. I'm sorry. I I I, no, I forgot
1: funny. to I I am th- pretty sure I withdrew it. Like I withdrew it. R- r- it right could away.
3: be. It's showing up in yeah. my chat. But yeah. I was
1: um I wanted to check because so I was like, all right, well, in sleeper, you know, like the last day of the trade deadline, it was actually Sunday. Oh, no, it was actually Monday. After like, the even games. though week yeah. yeah, once the games were done on Tuesday, you could not make any trades. And I thought that okay, maybe week the week started like on Wednesday after waivers ran but I guess not with the week starts that Tuesday so yeah I couldn't make any trades unfortunately okay all right moving forward uh Viking side um Kirk Cousins you know you know this is a little bit of a tough matchup but they're at home I'm not really too worried about it you know I have Kirk as my QB 13 on the week right behind Daniel Jones you know it's a toss-up between those two guys I think the Patriots defense is a little bit vulnerable, like depending on the weapons, like he has Diggs, he has Hawkinson, you know, Dalvin cook, obviously you're starting him as well. I have him as a top 10 running back play as well this week. Um, I I think, you know, even though the matchup doesn't seem amazing on paper, they're at home and the Vikings, you know, their offense couldn't get anything going against the Cowboys a few days ago. I think they can get right this week against the Patriots.
3: Right. The Patriots are a good defense, but one thing that, you know, the Vikings have going for them, and you can interpret this whatever way you want, if you get shellacked like the Vikings did on Sunday to be able to turn around and just try to dispel that notion that the team sucks, you're able to do that four days later on Thanksgiving. Like, if you had to sit a whole week, that wouldn't sit well. You know, that would just be brewing. I I feel like to be able to turn around and just have an immediate chance to come back and answer that performance might be good for this Vikings offense, even though Patriots defense is pretty good. Uh, I mean, they just shut down the Jets. The Jets have playmakers, even though Brees Hall is out Um, and Zach Wilson was having a rough day. But, you know, that's a conversation for another time. But, um, you know, I wouldn't discount the fact that the Patriots defense is good. But I think the Vikings have a much better chance that they're going to have a much better day than they did against the Cowboys a few days ago.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. I think that's pretty much it. I mean, Hawkinson, you're starting him as a top three, top four tight end this week. Um, his usage over the past couple of weeks since they they traded for him has been amazing. So yeah. keep starting him. He's an every week start. No no brainer. Yeah. Uh same thing with Stefan Diggs, obviously. And jo- and uh, I'm sorry, uh, Stefan Diggs, we're talking about the Vikings here. Um <laughs> again. That's Jeff. Um, yeah.
3: Yeah. but um but TJ Hawkinson, Bills, take notes. Use nine Hines like that, maybe <laughs> Because, I mean, listen, man, you trade for a player, you use them, use them. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.